0: Welcome to the Uno Mas Podcast. I'm your host, Whitney Kay, daughter of Christ, wife, mom, brand, and social media specialist, strategist, and coach. I invite you to join thousands of other listeners and me each week in elevating your brand, business, and life with a foundation of faith. I help you create an irresistible brand and a voice to be heard, leveraging social media in the online space to impact individuals, build and scale communities and develop simple strategies for a thriving and profitable online business. The U- the Moss podcast is here to inspire you to dream, think, and do big. Talking all things faith, family, life, business, and the in-between. Stop feeling overwhelmed, confused, and stuck at a standstill and start feeling confident, productive, and fueled with purpose in your life and business again. Are you working so hard to achieve a goal or to go after a position or whatever it looks like for you and you are physically and emotionally drained because you are just putting in all of the effort and nothing right now is coming of it? You are experiencing most likely burnout and it's not fun. It sucks actually, especially when we're seeing a decrease in our motivation, little to no accomplishments being met because we are truly exhausting ourselves. Well, today I sit down and I speak with Shannon Andres and we talk about all things burnout. She's a mindset coach. She's an F45 coach. This woman is so awesome. And I can't wait for you to listen in on this juicy conversation we have all about burnout so you can stop dealing with it yourself. Let's go ahead and dive right in. Shannon, I'm so excited to have you here today. I want to know what is something that most people don't know about Shannon?
1: Well, a lot of people might be surprised to know that I went to college for musical theater. That was my major. And I decided that I wanted to be on Broadway or be on a like sitcom like Friends. I was going to go straight to New York City, audition for all of the top agencies and be this big actress. And literally the end of my senior year, when we went to the city and we auditioned for like all the top agencies in New York, I had this freak out moment of, I do not love this enough. And I cannot do this my whole life. So I decided to do community theater on the side and be a dance teacher for many years. And it's something that I still try to do, but it's not something that I advertise. So not a lot of people know that about me.
0: I would have never guessed that from you, but you do present this like magnetic energy. And I think that's where I can see that, that side of you come out through the content that you share on your social platforms. So thank you. Yeah. You're so welcome. That's so interesting. Uh, What was the freak out though? I'm curious, like, was it just the overwhelm of everything or was it a certain like gig that you had or
1: what was it? I will never, ever forget this moment. I was in my mom and dad's bedroom talking with my mom and she was going over the payment plan. Cause I think it's like seven months after you graduate college, you have to start paying for your student loans. And I legit fell to the floor in her room and just started sobbing hysterically, hysterically crying. And she sat down on the floor with me and she's like, what's wrong? Like you knew for four years that you'd have to pay off this college debt. Like this shouldn't be a surprise to you. And I was like, but I'm going to have to wait tables and then find time to audition and wait for this big gig. And then I had friends who were finally getting booked on gigs, but they had to leave their family and friends for like six months to a year at a time to go beyond these traveling tours. Cause when you get started, you just pick up any of these gigs to get your name noticed. And so I started freaking out. I was like, I, I do not love this enough for the financial sacrifice that it requires, but also mainly the time away from family and friends and all these moments I'm going to miss out on. Like, I just do not love it enough to give up all of that. And it just all in that moment hit me when it was like, okay, enough of just doing shows in college. What are you going to do with your life now? And I don't think when we're younger, we're asked that enough. Like when you talk about your dreams and you tell your parents, like what you want to do, we're not asked enough. Like, do you know what that's going to take? Do you know how much work you're going to do? And it's fine if you're ready for that, but I hope you're fully ready for it.
0: Oh my gosh. You're, you're absolutely right. I mean, I, I am debt-free except for my student loans. I'm still paying those off partly because let's just be honest, Whitney, I was lazy with it for many, many years. And I was like, I don't want to pay these, you know, but, um, yeah, it, it it can rack up a lot of debt, and we're not prepared for that when you get out of college. Like, it will freak anybody out. It's like all of a sudden you get this big bill in the mail, and it's a bill you've never even seen that many zeros behind you know a number, and you're like, what the heck? Like, what it what is this? I have to pay this. And yeah, you're you're right. It's something that's never really ever stressed upon or explained, not in high school, and definitely not in college. And I, I think it's something that definitely needs to be addressed more because, um, I think a lot of people would take different routes in their life or really think about the career choices that they're making.
1: Yeah. And I think for me, like I had no understanding of the importance of money. Like I knew how much I'd come out of school with, but I didn't feel that, you know, and then you come out of school and you start with a mortgage payment and that is so intense, but you don't realize it until it's time to show up and time to deal with it.
0: Oh my gosh, one hundred percent. Well, this leads me into you know a perfect question for you because you are now this entrepreneur, entrepreneur. You're like a life coach slash business coach slash motivational fire on social media. I love your energy over there. And I would love to know, you know, being an entrepreneur is a hard journey in itself, let alone, you know, trying to figure out exactly the paths you're going to take and the windy road that entrepreneurship takes you down. So I'm curious, what has been one of your, I guess, most struggling moments as an entrepreneur and how, how did you overcome that?
1: Yeah. So you know, my journey into entrepreneurship might be a little different than other people's because it all started with a passion project. Like I never saw it as being anything that would generate income whatsoever. I talk about mental health. I wanted to motivate people. I wanted to inspire and just have that be, pretty much my donation to the world. Like I never saw it as a business. So once I had that mindset shift of, well, I need to give these people resources because all I'm doing is talking. I need to create a business where I can give them the tools that they need. That's where I struggled most because it's really hard to figure out. Once you have that dream, you know, you want to help people. How? what am I going to do? And what am I going to offer? And am I the person to offer those things? You know, I'm in the process right now of getting my, um, fitness and nutrition certification. And there's so much imposter syndrome when you go to get these certifications and take these new leaps where you doubt if you're even the person that should be doing this. So I have had to overcome that by reminding myself that I will never feel comfortable when I'm going to these new places. It will always feel icky. It's always going to feel weird, but it's good. It's supposed to feel icky and weird because you're doing something you've never done before. If it felt comfortable, you'd be living the same boring life you've always been living. So I've just learned to just embrace that discomfort, take on the challenges and know that what I'm feeling is totally normal and okay.
0: I love that because, you know, you bring up something that's so important and it's the fact that here you are an entrepreneur and you're still seeking out better education, more certification, um, higher accolades and stuff like that for your own personal journey. And I think that's, that's something that I think not many people stress upon, but every entrepreneur comes into knowing along their journey is that as an entrepreneur, it's not like you just step in to this journey and become a success overnight. More often than not, you are fighting a long hard battle and it is a constant growing process. And I don't think in my opinion that you're ever done growing and ever done learning, because I think that it is when you stop, that you kind of stop in your career, in my opinion, because I feel like you just, you're always maturing and growing and pruning to be just such a better person and to make such a bigger impact. But with that being said, entrepreneurs can take on a lot. They can take on a lot. So there's, you know, entrepreneur burnout, right? There's burnout with entrepreneurship. So I'm curious, what do you think? Do you think taking on too much too quickly or, you know, even the onset of imposter syndrome, which you mentioned, do you think these can all contribute to burnout? What do you think causes burnout for, for people that are in business or for themselves and really trying to take on this journey?
1: Yeah, I, I, I love this question so much because I went through severe burnout in my career and I really make sure to avoid it now going to this new journey in my life because burnout is so, so dangerous on our body physically, on our brains. It's terrible. Um, and you know, what's horrible is that especially with entrepreneurs is we praise people for busy culture. Like if you have so many meetings, you have so many events, you have all these clients, you're busy, busy, busy. We praise you as that's what's given you success. And it's wrong because now we think that we have to be showing up 24 seven. We're doing it first thing in the morning. We're doing it until we go to bed at night and we're not taking a break for ourselves. And so You know, there's a balance because when you first get started, there's a hustle and grind that you absolutely have to do. You've got to put in the work. You have to put in the effort. But with that, you have to also separate your me time, your time for yourself, your time for your family and your friends. You need to know when you're shutting down. And I think that's a problem that I know I've struggled with, but I see a lot of people struggling with in their businesses is they don't have that time of, and this is when I stop. And this is when I stop answering emails. This is when I stop going on social media this is when I'm done. So for me, I know what time I'm going to start every day and stop every day. It's hard. I have to force myself to stop every day, but it's so important because I've gotten to that point where I'm just go, go going. And then I totally lose sight of like who I am and what's important.
0: I love that. I think that it is, it's so easy to experience burnout and not really understand that you're in the middle of burnout because what you're doing is something you're so hugely passionate about, right? I mean, the whole, the whole reason a lot of us take on this entrepreneurial journey and we start our own businesses and we go after our passion projects or our passion projects become our business. It's because they're exactly that it's our passion. Like people always say to me, Whitney, you you work all the time. I do, but I love what I do. But at the same time, that can be very toxic because that is exactly what causes burnout is an over obsession and love for what you do that you don't stop to recognize when you've overextended yourself. Right. So, um, what are your best tips to avoid burnout? So like, is, is there something that you do to make sure? I mean, you already mentioned that you have, you know, your dedicated start time and your end time. That's really important. What are some other tips that you would recommend to people that can help them avoid the onset of burnout?
1: Yeah. You know, before I get into that, I also want to point out, too, like something you brought up is like you get to that place because you love this passion so much, right? And you want to do it all the time. But you can make yourself become resentful towards that passion if you don't stop yourself. So it's really important that people take these steps, you know, definitely have that start time and end time. But also, I think midday, find that break to get outside, go for a walk, and be in nature. Now, make sure you're actually going outside and being with nature. Don't have a clubhouse room playing in your AirPods. Don't be on a phone call. Don't be listening to something else. Like Truly disconnect completely because I think we also tend to multitask too much where even during that time off, we know we can slip in that little bit of networking or a little bit of connections that we know we need to do. So make sure during the day you step away from the screen, get outside, get fresh air, and just enjoy literally the natural beauty that is all around you. Something else that I do, and I swear this starts my mornings off so much better is I make sure every morning I have a pretty strict morning routine. I meditate. Then I do my visualizations. I say my affirmations. Then I do journaling and then I read and that's all before I get on my phone. I check social media, answer emails and get into the busy workday that I know is going to pull away from me. And that's kind of like I was saying before, know your start time, but before your start time, what are you doing for you? So I make sure to take those mindful steps so that I know no matter what happens today, I protected me and I did everything I needed to, to protect my mental health.
0: I love that because I'll tell you at like, I'm thinking of myself because I, I, I go through these waves and I'm sure many other entrepreneurs can experience this. It's like, you have the good intentions, you have a good habit, but then you end up like finding yourself back into like not a healthy habit. Right. But then you bring yourself back and you check yourself and you're back on the good tracks again. And I've noticed that every time I am the most successful in my business and the most happy in my business and what I'm doing, it's when I do exactly what you just said. It's I start my day focusing on me. And the thing that people don't understand is that it doesn't take a lot of time. It could be 10 minutes. It could be 15 minutes, just those dedicated moments, like right from the start of your day, really set the rest of your day and and how you're going to feel about it. Okay. Uh, I, it's so funny because we always hear the saying, like, did you wake up on the wrong side of the bed? And I've never understood how people could wake up angry. I know that it happens. I've just, I've never understood how it has, how it happens because it happens to my husband. Sometimes I'm like, how can you, (laughs) how can you wake up grumpy? Like you just slept like what is so horrible, but A lot of the times, one of the bad habits that he has is that's what he does. He gets on his phone immediately. And whether he notices or not, it might be an email notification. Maybe he didn't even read the email, but just the second of the glance of the email notification could onset that stress, right? And immediately, within a split second, he's already frustrated and he doesn't even know why he's frustrated. It's just... Maybe that little notification. And when I think about it, times when I've gotten on my phone right out the gate when I wake up, because it's habit, it really is habit, um, I am kind of like a jumbled mess throughout my day. So I love that you mentioned that. And I hope people that are listening are really thinking about how they can start their day with journaling, meditation, affirmations are so important. Um, prayer, devotion, whatever, whatever it is for you workout even, you know, is so important. So starting your day with a clear mind is very, very important. But now I want to ask you, say, say somebody, okay, so we already know, you know, how we can avoid burnout and then, you know, what burnout really is, what we can expect to see when we understand exactly what burnout is, but now say, okay, we'll shoot. Now I'm listening to this podcast. I'm aware of what burnout is. I know how to avoid it, but there's no point in avoiding it. Cause now I'm here. I'm already in the middle of burnout. What can I do to get myself out of it? Oh man. So
1: this is such an important question, but it's a really, really hard question to ask yourself because what is happening that you notice you're in burnout? Like, are you very short fused with the employees around you? Like it, does somebody say hello to you and you get annoyed? Like, does somebody ask you to do literally what your job requires of you? And you're getting upset. Do you dread going to work? Do you feel sick? Are you feeling these intense emotions negative and very cynical about your career? You don't have to tell me or Whitney, but ask yourself, are you feeling these ways? If you are, you have to ask yourself a very very important question. Is it that you just need to set a boundary at your job? Do you just need to set boundaries with how much work you're taking on, how much time you're giving? Are you stepping completely outside of what's being asked for you and you need to take a step back and do what your job requires? Or is this job not serving you anymore? Is it completely that we need to make a career shift and this is no longer the job that we need to be in? It's a really hard question for people to ask because you could love your job. You could love your job completely and you do not want to leave it. So set the boundary, set the boundary to protect yourself, but also face the truth. If you're staying here because you have golden handcuffs because of the financial responsibility, But at the end of the day, you do not love this. It's not serving you and it's damaging you. So I think if you're in burnout, really be honest with yourself and ask yourself, is it the career or is it me?
0: I love that because you say something so powerful there and it can be easily taken in one ear and tossed out the other. And that is, is it serving you? Mm -hmm. It's so easy to get tied into business Workloads, relationships, situations, commitments, all of the above because we're not doing it for ourselves. We're doing it for our children. We're doing it for our spouses, our family as a whole. We're doing it maybe because a friend encouraged us to, or we already said yes, and now we're afraid to say no. Um, financial stress, you know, we're in this job because of the financial, you know, handcuffs, like you said. And we don't stop enough to really do an assessment, I guess you want to say of our life. Like is everything in my life aligning correctly and serving me to my best benefit? Because here's the thing, when you're doing things that serve you, you end up producing at your prime, right? Mm -hmm. Like, let's just be real. You end up being the best version of yourself, but it's those little things that we do, not just for like other people, but because we feel obligated to that really, create that burnout. So I love that you mentioned that is really doing that assessment and asking yourself, is it me or is it the career or is, am I really stuck here because of what the expectations of other people want me to, you know, do or be or whatever. Um, I also believe like for me, when I experience burnout, I get tired, like, sleep. It's like my body just gets exhausted and I want to take a nap. That's me realizing that, okay, I've overextended myself. I just want to sleep. And usually if I just go and take a nap and I just disconnect for a minute, I'll wake up and I'll feel fine and refreshed. But it's me knowing like, that's my sign. You've done too much. It doesn't matter where I am in the middle of the day, like shut it down, go to sleep. Okay. Um, But I, I think that it's very important too, for people to be just aware of what their body's telling them. I mean, you're, you're going into certification for this in health and wellness. So, I mean, I'm sure, you know, like our bodies naturally tell us how to react to certain things. Do you, do you feel like people aren't in tune with their own bodies and realizing the signs that they're trying to tell us?
1: Well, I think a lot of times we make excuses for the signs when they come on, you know, your stomach is hurting and you feel like you got to run to the bathroom or you're going to throw up. We say that it's because we had something bad at breakfast or we drank our coffee too fast, but really think, is it that, or are you having an anxiety attack? I mean, this happened to me this past year when I started to experience anxiety attacks, I would get very sick. I'd be involuntarily shaking, sweating a lot, but I had no clue what the heck was going on. And I blamed it on little things in my life. I haven't had enough water today. It's my diet. Later on through therapy and through work, I figured out it's a mental block that's happening that's creating these physical triggers. And, you know, a lot of people go through this too. They get headaches at work and they think that it's just because they're staring at their screen too long, or maybe they're just, you know, again, not drinking enough water. Both of those are very, very true because staring at the screen too long or not having enough water could definitely trigger a headache, but assess yourself. Is it that, or is it that you're experiencing burnout? So I think we far too often we do experience these physical results but we jump to the immediate conclusions of what we think they are we're not really looking and thinking is this something deeper
0: I absolutely love that it, because that's one thing I've had to, I, I deal with anxiety myself. And I, at one point in my life was having really bad panic attacks. They don't come on very often now, but it's in moments of high stress that they, they happen. And what's really funny for me is they always happen during the holiday season. <laughs> Never fails. Like it's like around November, December ish. not on Christmas, but around that time frame. I always experience like a slight panic attack. Now I can calm myself. I know what's happening. I'm aware I've experienced these a million times. So I can, I can mentally get myself out of it. But when they, when they come on, I kind of laugh because I'm like, it's, it, it, I know what's happening because I'm just too stressed out. So I think it's hugely important to really stay in tune with your body. Recognize those signs that Shannon was talking about and, and be aware of, okay, this is what this is. Pay attention, don't disregard it and do what's necessary to get yourself out of this moment because we have the power to make that shift within ourselves. It's just not being aware and not taking action when we need to. So I love that you touched on that. So Shannon, you know, with burnout, with entrepreneurship, with mindset, with health and being aware, of everything we've talked about today what would be like one key lesson or tip that you would want our listeners that are listening to this podcast today to walk away with?
1: You know, at the end of the day, you are what matters. And for a lot of people, you know, say you're working for a company or you're, you're working with somebody you're replaceable. If you left the next day for a new job, or if you died, sorry, I don't mean to trigger anyone. But you are replaceable and they'd have no problem replacing you. So don't sign your life away to a job that does not prioritize you. You have to prioritize yourself. And I learned that this past year, you know, during the pandemic, and I think a lot of people have that we need to take better care of ourselves. We need to protect our mental health. And so make sure you find that time, make sure you avoid burnout by doing everything you can to give yourself self-care throughout the week. If it's a bubble bath, if it's going for a walk every day, take that time because you are what matters and you're what's important. And you can only serve people like your clients, your coworkers, whoever it is, when you can only serve them, give them what they need when you're at your best. So it's not just for you, but if you want to perform the best in your career,
0: you want to be the best that you can be. I love that. You said bubble bath and <laughs> made me want to go jump <laughs> in one right now. I'm like, Oh, that sounds so nice right now. But no, you're absolutely right. I love that. I'm curious. Do you have, um, because you're big on mindset and so am I, do you have a favorite life quote or a quote that gets you by every single day? I do. So this is the quote that I have. It says
1: the only difference between where you are and where you want to be is the steps you haven't taken yet. And I feel like that always just grounds me and brings me back to center of knowing, okay, you haven't failed or that's not achievable. You just haven't done these small steps to get to where you want to be yet. And it like relaxes you in a way, you know, like I'll get there. I just got to take these steps.
0: Yeah, one hundred percent. Because I, I do think we all we all often get caught up in um, thinking that if something didn't happen in the time frame that we wanted it to happen, or if we miss the mark in any way, that we've failed. And it's not about the failure; it's the lessons you learn through the trials that you've experienced, and then shifting that into taking different actions so that you don't miss the mark the next time. So that quote absolutely falls in line with that. And I, and I love that. So what is something that you're working on right now that you're like super excited about? Do you have a program, a course, like what, what is Shannon doing? I'm so excited to hear what you're doing. Yeah. So
1: I am so happy because I actually just partnered with this mental fitness company called Amari global. So I had never heard of them before, but when I went into therapy, I told my therapist that I did not want to jump to anxiety medication right away. Nothing against medication at all, but I just want to make sure like I did everything I could through all natural approaches before having to resort to that pretty much. And so she recommended that I started using Amari Global because it's all natural plant-based chemical free. This is a really good natural solution that people with all types of mental disorders are having really great results from. So I started taking them and the results were incredible. Like I haven't had an anxiety attack in the past two months that I've been on their products. So I partnered with them because I want to share it with people who are struggling with anxiety, struggling with stress, their energy levels, their mood, their sleep. And I also just started taking their gut health products because I'm super into fitness and I mean, the results have just been incredible. So I've partnered with them. I share the products that can help people to really feel their happiest and healthiest throughout the day, because there's a lot of work you can do, but sometimes you need that little bit of support, you know, that supplement that could just get you there. And I love that's all natural, you know, plant-based chemical free. It's such a safe way to be doing this. So If anybody's interested, it is in the link in my bio. I always give people $10 off their order and free samples. So I just want to educate people on the resources out there because I know a lot of people close to my life that were given medication right away and um, they wish they had found an all natural solution sooner. So just trying to help people with that. And yeah, I'm getting my nutrition and fitness certification so that I can truly give people all of the tools and resources they need as a mindset coach, fitness coach, and nutrition coach, all the resources they need to live their happiest and healthiest life.
0: I love that. Um, you you mentioned anxiety and natural ways to kind of get over that. And I agree with you. I was diagnosed with general anxiety disorder a while ago, several years ago, actually, right after I had my first uh, my first child, my first son. So almost like, yeah, 13 years ago with slight panic attacks. And um that's I was put on medication immediately. And obviously, yeah, I took it because I was like, I this just I want this to go away. Um, but I've weaned myself off most all medications. Um at the only time I think i ever take one is if it's like panic attack is happening and i just take one to calm me down but yeah i'm not on a daily medication anymore because i've done the same thing is been able to wean myself off so i, I think that's hugely important and i would love for anybody listening that's struggling with this to definitely reach out to you um, that is seeking more natural alternatives to maybe what they're doing now so i love that you shared that but you said you know the link in your bio and that leads me into the next question where is your bio and where can people get in contact with you shannon if i would Wanted to hang out in your inner circle. Where is this inner circle and how can I tap into you?
1: Yes. So if you go to Instagram, head on over to my page. It's you got this underscore the journey. And I post everything on there. Motivation throughout the week, funny videos of me dancing, and then tips and tricks of how to live your healthiest life. So that's you got this underscore the journey. Mm-hmm.
0: Thank you for taking the time to listen to Uno Moss podcast. How can you help support us moving forward? Head on over to Apple iTunes and leave us your review. We love hearing back from you and what you're liking best by listening to this podcast. And if you are wanting to elevate your brand, position yourself successfully in an online space and increase your profits, then head on over to socialsavvyinfluencer.com and see how you can connect and get involved with me even more. I look forward to Unomas podcast next week.